0: Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the All of You Whole podcast, hosted by me, Caroline Fossil, entrepreneur, wellness expert, author, and speaker. My goal is to help you build a healthy, connected, and intentional life that fulfills your greatest purpose. Go ahead and hit that pause button, and then the plus button to subscribe to this show so you get more impactful content each and every week. We would also love it if you would leave a five-star rating and review. This helps people you and I don't even know find the show. And lastly, please share an episode you love with whoever you can. Sharing is caring and that's how we continue to grow. And as always, I am forever grateful for your support. Today on the show, we get to chat with Scott Friedman. Scott is a fitness motivational speaker, fitness coach, and the host of the Power of Progress podcast. Today, we're talking all about habits. I love this topic because every single human being can benefit from building better habits. We'll talk about why we don't do the things we want to do, how to set bigger picture goals, what habits are, which habits make a huge impact in our lives, and how to make habits stick. This is a great show, so let's dive right in. Welcome to the show, Scott. I'm so excited to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me. This is going to be a blast.
0: Yeah. So for listeners who aren't familiar with you and your work, can you just tell us a little bit about you and who you are and what you do?
1: Gosh, I don't even know where to begin with that. No, so I <laughs> am a personal trainer turned kind of fitness behavioral change coach. So I have a big fitness background and a big nutrition background. and My whole thing is really to get people to change their habits. Mm -hmm. That is my whole thing. I went from a personal trainer, you know, all in personal training, go with them, work out with them. And I really pivoted towards everyone has the same issue of, it's not even the physical part of what they're doing is the issue. It's the mindset. And so Mm -hmm. I switched over to being a behavior change specialist, behavior change coach, whatever the verbiage is you want to use. But I'm still in the health field, still in the fitness field. And I try to help people change their habits and get on path by, basically I get you from thinking to doing, to Mm. getting results, to keeping and improving results in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, no, that's so good. So this might be a weird first question, but I feel like it's a good one. So second question, why? Yeah. Good point. Good point. So (laughs) why don't we do the things that either we know we should be doing or we say we want to be doing like, why don't we do the things to achieve our goals?
1: I think the first part is we definitely want to. We yeah. it wouldn't. De- it's not in our mind if we didn't want to do it. Yeah. And that's the question, right? Like, I think everyone has a specific answer. I'm not saying my answer is the only answer. I think there's yeah. a plethora of answers you can give. I think one reason is that it's never as we think it's going to be. Our mm. perspective of the situation is never how it's actually going to turn out. Yeah. And then when things don't turn out the way we think they're going to turn out then (laughs) we don't want to do it anymore. Things become hard. It's easy to make a decision when you feel good. And then (laughs) and you don't realize that you have to still put in the effort when you feel like crap and you feel like crap, or at least you don't feel as good a lot more than you would think. So I think that's a big reason why is you just don't understand like what it actually takes. And then you realize, oh, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And it kicks you in the face a little bit
0: yeah. no, that's true. yeah. It's harder. and then also, too, I feel like it's so easy to make excuses oh. <laughs> when we know something is going to be hard. I feel like my fitness story is ruts of not doing anything and then seasons of doing everything. And when I know I'm in this rut of not getting off my butt and doing stuff that I know I want to do, it's so hard to remember and to go back to the season of making it a habit, doing it every day. It's just so hard to get back into it.
1: It's so hard. And you said we make excuses and people don't realize that you're not, the excuses that you come up with sound so good. They're so logical. Yeah. They're so rational in our mind that even today is a perfect example. I was in a different situation than I, I normally find myself in for my daily routine. And I planned it out the day as best I could. And yeah. the time to work out came up and I'm sitting there. I'm exhausted. Right. I've been working for seven hours or eight hours already. And I had to go back to work after I'm done. And I knew that I'm working out tomorrow. So I'm like, what if I just skip today. I'm not feeling great. I'm hungry. I'm tired the weekend right. all, and it sounds great. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll just work out tomorrow. And then of course I realized what I was doing and I push forward, but we go through these seasons and we feel good. And then one thing might just knock us off. It could be a birthday, a wedding, a, a what it could be having children, whatever yeah. it is, yeah, knocks totally. us off. And these excuses are so... Like convincing. And that's where it's like, it's not like you're telling yourself, screw my goal today. I don't need to get better. I'm just going to wait for tomorrow. It's, I've done such a good job today that I deserve to watch an extra episode of Netflix versus going on the elliptical, whatever it is. And I think they're so convincing. They're so convincing.
0: And you know what's funny? In one book I read on fitness, it was talking about how our Paleolithic ancestors, they really had focused periods of movement. So you were going on a hunt to kill an antelope for 36 hours. But when you weren't doing that, our bodies have really evolved to actually reward laziness. And so our bodies are not being like moved because we Mm -hmm. need to conserve energy. And I'm like, that's what I am. I'm just over here conserving energy waiting for my antelope hunt that's never going to come, which is really frustrating because I feel like sometimes when we make these excuses, our minds really can work against
1: us. 100% work against you. There's no doubt that your mind is working against you because like you said, part of body doesn't actually know that it wants to get better. Like when you want right. to get your six pack or your core, whatever it is that you want to get, <laughs> yeah. you lose 20 pounds, your body just senses change. And from our ancestors, mm. from hundreds of thousands of years ago, whatever it is, maybe tens of thousands, whatever, you were hunting to live. And then right. that was kind of what you are doing. So when you didn't have energy, your body's trying to figure it out. And we haven't really adapted since then. So it's like when it's, like, whoa, you're trying to lose weight here. Oh, we're comfortable being this weight, We're going to send you signals, signals to, to tell exactly. you to stop, cut it out. You go sit on that couch right now. It's almost exactly. like your body puts you in timeout and you have to defy <laughs> the timeout. I mean, for, for real. For sure.
0: No, that's a really great way to think about it. That actually helps me, <laughs> Mike, be bigger than a toddler and freaking move your body. Okay. So we're going to talk a lot about habits today, but before we get too deep into that, I want to give a definition of a habit. So a habit is a regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to to give up. And what I love about this definition is like we're talking about sometimes forming and establishing these habits can be really hard. But once it's formed, it's actually hard to give up. And So these habits are these small tasks and we're going to talk about how to form them and all those things. But the point of a habit is that it's leading to this larger goal. And so I would love for you to talk us through how can we like back our way into habits and how do we form, how do we decide on some larger goal first so that we can then back into habits?
1: Yeah, no, it's a great question. That's actually the, probably the, one of the better ways to go about doing it. So most people, they are they kind of run headfirst and they don't really identify what they're looking to do yeah. on a very specific level. I think a lot of the reason, in fact, I believe like Business Insider a couple of years ago said the number one reason that people fail their New Year's resolutions is they're not specific enough. So yeah. that's the first thing when it comes to your habit is, so let's bring it back. So your goal, right? Why do you want a habit to get to your goal? So the first thing to do in my mind is to identify what is it that you're looking for? Why are you about to put in all this work? You don't need this habit unless you have a goal. So if your goal, and we'll use fitness as just the general example here. If you want to lose 40 pounds, make that a very specific goal. Why do you want to lose 40 pounds? What does that mean to you? Get emotional about it. When you get emotional about the goal, it activates your body and your mind in certain ways that you're more likely to actually do the actions that it requires. So be specific. You want to lose 40 pounds in six months, XYZ. You're very specific with it. Why do you want to do it? Why do you want to lose that weight? What does it mean to you? And obviously, no. And you, should, I always have people write down, I get a, a piece of paper out like 25 lines and go, fill this whole page. Fill this mm, whole page so with good. every single reason. And, and I don't care what it could be as vain as you want. If you would say, I want to lose 40 pounds, I want to have a six pack. I love it. Put it down. If it's health, <laughs> great. If it's whatever it is, I don't yeah. care what it is but you should be able to fill a whole page a minimum of 25 reasons for why you want it because your reason why is the catalyst yeah. for the habit you're about to build because yeah. then you go into actions okay so here's my goal here's my reason why now what are the action items i have to take to get to the goal yeah these action items are basically what create the habits. And mm-hmm. your reason why is what keeps you disciplined yes, to keep going. One sure. of the biggest things that people, especially New Year's resolutioners or whatever it might be, and is they think they're supposed to feel good all the time. And it's right. like, oh, I'm gonna love losing weight, or I'm gonna love working hard at work, I'm gonna love doing all this new habit stuff. It's no, the reality is motivation is great for two weeks. And then yep. after that you have to move into discipline. Like, and that's what your reason why, that's what your reason why and what your action items do is they create discipline. That Mm. discipline over time creates what we call habits. And if you're comfortable in life, if you're comfortable with what you're doing, I'm not suggesting you create any new habits. I'm just saying for those that want to make the change It's coming up with an emotional reason. So backing into the habit, why do you want to change? What is it that you Mm -hmm. want to do? When I first started podcasting, for example, like my goal was, okay, my only goal was I want to have 150 episodes in one year. That was the goal. And so I went through it. Here's my reason why. Here's what's going to happen. Here are my action items. And I got emotional, got invested about it. And then boom, boom. And it's the same process with almost any single goal that you want to achieve. And it's all about creating those almost neurological pathways to- understand, okay, here's what's required. Here's how I'm gonna feel. Here's why I'm doing it. And then when I feel like crap, I can go back to my reason why and I can keep pushing forward.
0: No, I think that's so good. And especially the why is so critical. Oh. And I don't feel like we, as a health coach myself, we help my clients dig so deep. You have to know, and I do feel like the more personal, the more personal things like stick more. If I'm like, oh, I want a six pack. Six months into it, I don't have a six pack. I'm like, eh. Do I really need a six pack? (laughs) You know what I mean. I'm like, "Eh." yes.
1: The more visceral reaction, yeah. It's like the the more like when
0: I have clients who are like, I can't currently get on my hands and knees and play with my grandchild. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that will get you. That will get you wanting to be healthy or wanting to make the change or whatever. So I think that's really important to think bigger picture, but also get super clear on your why because on the days when your brain's talking to you and you don't want to do it it's your why that's gonna keep you going okay so how do we now that we have a why we have our bigger picture how do we tangibly go from i want to do this thing to actually doing the thing what are the steps
1: yeah. It's a great question too. And I think everyone's a little different, right? I think yeah. everyone's, you can't, you, some people love being yelled at. Some people need to be a little bit coddled. <laughs> yeah. I think yes. it, it comes down to those action items. So you have your why, mm-hmm. you have your goals. Yeah. And so then you again, if you're, by the way, if you're not an expert, that's where people yeah. like us come yes. in, but the idea is, okay. So what are the mini steps? So break it down. When mm-hmm. you say you want to lose 40 pounds, that's a pretty, even for me, that's a really intense, Or you want to get a promotion at work or whatever the goal is, right? I I use fitness as the example, but it could be any goal. Break it down. What does that actually mean? So it could mean, okay, I want to lose half a pound a week. And then- You break that down even further. Okay. How do I even lose half pound a week? It starts with working out and starts nutrition. So then you break up those two categories and you go from there. I'm going to start going to the gym three days a week and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z workout, whatever nutrition. I'm going to start, I'm going to eat out two less times a week. I'm going to add more veggies to my, whatever it might be. So I think the, when you have the action items as this massive big thing it's like that's in front of you it's like it's overwhelming it's suffocating it's overwhelming you're never going to do it but when you break it down to its lowest common denominator as i'm going to pack my clothes the night before so that when i wake up it's sitting for me ready to go yes that's how you get to the movement section i think that once you have your reason why, that's going to start pushing those actions. And a lot of people have trouble with the actions because they don't know enough to not know. I hear questions all the time. I don't know how to get started. What do I do? Do I drink this or eat this or if do I go to the gym? Like and I then know they stop. And it,
0: it seems like silly, but it's like those questions that probably stop most people. I don't know what to wear. I don't yeah. know. Oh. Like I don't like what brands are people wearing. Am I going to look do I bring stupid? A water bottle? Yeah. Do I bring a water bottle? And are people going to laugh at me if I do? You know what I mean? And I don't know how to. Use the machines. It's like there's so many questions. And I think honestly, like for myself, whether it's a fitness goal, it's a business goal, whatever, like I can hit a bunch of speed bumps. Like I power through pretty well, but like I hit enough. <laughs> And I just like slow to a stop. And I think most people are the same way. I can push through a little bit, but if there's enough resistance, I'm going to stop. And just like you're saying, like, I think that's why like hiring someone in whatever field you're in is helpful. Like when I first went to the gym, I was like, I absolutely need a personal trainer more for my safety. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to use (laughs) any of these machines or like, what weights to pick up or any of these things. So like a lot of time, I'm a huge proponent for getting personal help, however you need it. But also too, it's like, you're right that I do feel like everybody's different and everybody's going to need to take a different path. But I do think that getting small wins is helpful for anyone. Momentum. Momentum, get momentum. And I do have the occasional client who is let's do 50 things at one time. And they're a unicorn and they can do it and they can change their whole life all at once. But for the most part, most of my clients are like, okay, this week, I can only, my only capacity is focusing on hydration. That's it. That's the only thing I want to do. And we do that, right? And the next week is something else. And the next week is something else. And especially if you, have a history and a habit of breaking promises to yourself, right? Like you don't actually go to the gym when you say you're going to, you make that new year's resolution and then you don't follow through. Sometimes the small wins are enough to get the momentum that you need and to show yourself like, okay, I really can keep these promises to myself. So let's like keep getting more and more because it's a whole lifestyle change. You can't just like up your hydration and lose the 40 pounds you want to lose, there's going to be a lot of different pieces to the puzzle. So sometimes it really is just taking it bit by bit and taking it slow and getting the small wins.
1: Well, and it, it creates momentum. It creates that snowball effect. When the avalanche starts at the top of the mountain, it, it doesn't start huge. It, it accumulates oh, snow right. over time. It, it's If you need those, it, For I recommend small wins. Some people are the opposite of me. And again, I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong way. Right. I think there's studies out there that show both. Yeah. My process happens to be, let's get you the small wins. Let's yeah. show you proof of concept, yep. proof that you can do this to yourself, because that's what's going to rewire. It's when you want... in. When someone has that like hydration issue, it's like, hey, I can only do this. I think over time, right, after they have four, five, six, seven wins, they'll start to potentially be able to do more at once too as well. Yeah, I'm not saying sure. all the time, but yeah. it's one of those things, as you show yourself, as you show your mind, your body, your spirit, that you can make these changes, then your body's going to start agreeing with you. Oh, I can do this. The negative self-talk will start to go away. You're going to start to feel better. It's levels. This whole thing is levels. Everyone wants- yeah. In, the, in fitness specifically, everyone yes. wants to be at the end goal immediately. It's yeah. like starting a job, your entry-level sales, and you're looking at the CEO. I'm going to be that next year. It's, I go, this is a process. I mean, doctors go to process. school for 10 years. There's so many things. It's like, and you expect that your body is just going to, you're going to know everything. No, relax. One step at a time, it's a 20 chapter book, 200 pages, and you're on page one, don't ask me about chapter 10, page 180. I don't yeah. think that's so irrelevant. And you're going to get discouraged. You're going to hate it. You're focusing on the wrong things. A lot of people, and the reason they don't get started or they stop after they get started right away, is they're so focused on the outcome. Mm-hmm. And they're so focused on the doing, doing that it, they're not willing to change who they are. They think, once yeah. I get to this goal, I'm going to go I'm I'm gonna be a different yeah. Once I lose forty pounds, I can go. I can be the exact person I was. Pr- right. I can eat all the cake I want. Do everything mm-hmm. I want. They yeah. don't realize that th- this is a lifestyle change. If you right. want this, you can no longer be the person you were before. And I think that's yeah. what people are missing a little bit oh, when they're not sure. taking action. It's like, no, you're you can't do this anymore. Now, obviously, maybe once you get to a goal, you can dial back a little yeah, bit but you're a, change, a little bit yeah, yeah. you're a changed person though you're a changed person and that's what people miss
0: yeah for sure and especially like it we want everything to be fast and we want there's a reason that the ads for like take this one caffeine pill and lose all the weight there's a reason that those are out there <laughs> and there's a reason that those work because people click on them because Two we weeks, want 40 to be, pounds yeah exactly and that's not realistic and what i try to encourage my clients with especially when it comes to like healing our bodies is like it took you x amount of years to get here like yes. it, it took me like i've been on a healing journey a weight loss journey like it took me 33 years to get to this point So it's not just going to be like a quick, like eight week bikini guide, get back to normal kind of situation, right? Like it's going to be layers upon layers of healing, of habits, of changes. But when it comes to momentum, I do think that what's helpful is let's go back to the water. Like I've had clients who are like, I literally don't drink water. I just drink soft drinks or I just drink Starbucks. And you're like, okay, so that's a problem. And so when it comes to hydration, the cool thing is, sure, that might be, it might seem like an easy goal to drink water every day or X amount of water every day. But the cool thing is that becomes a habit. You switch your soft drinks to water. And then eventually, instead of that feeling hard and annoying, that will become a habit. And Mm -hmm. so it's just a matter of layering habit upon habit. And it really is our habits that make our entire lifestyle, right? So like maybe you take a supplement in the morning and maybe you get in your infrared sauna in the afternoon and you just have different things that they become a lifestyle and it doesn't even feel like like a ton of effort anymore. Whereas if you were to tell someone in the beginning, these are the 50 things you're going to do every day, it would be like, I quit. I can't do it. But small things at a time, then it really does impact you a lot. And it's easier when you build them upon each other
1: think about all the habits that you have daily, right? You wake up, you probably get out of bed the same exact way that you do every single day. What do you do that you go to the bathroom, then you brush your teeth, then you yeah, do this, then you exactly. get this. That, and like you, you put your pants on with probably the same leg almost every single time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These were developed over years. And actually your story of we've been in these bodies for so long. I, I had a story yeah. back when I was really new into training and this is how I knew I was, destined for something different necessarily, but I had a client and they were just giving me so much crap all the time. And I would have been with (laughs) them for like three weeks. It was like three weeks. They wouldn't listen to a word I would say. And I'm just like, I'm trying to help you, dude. Yeah. It was like a 50 year old guy, corporate guy, whole life. He knows better than me, but he's trying out the training because his wife told him to, all that kind of stuff. (laughs) The the wife bought him the sessions (laughs) and I'm over here like fresh out of college. I'm like, I don't know how to help you. So at one point, he's like railing at me he's like, i'm not seeing results what are you doing what's going on so i'm like okay i'm gonna be very clear with you like I, 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 a straight shooter and i think people need to realize this when it comes to creating these habits and changing their bodies or cha- even yeah. changing their lives right it's how old are you he goes, oh, i'm 51 i go awesome it took you 51 years to get to where you are right now and yeah. you are x amount overweight x amount out of shape yeah. x amount whatever right you need to give me more than three weeks to yes. reverse the crap that you've done to your body. For and sure. If that, and I said, if that's not good enough for you, I'll return all your money because I don't want to deal with you. And I said that. And we ended up working out and ended up working out. I think he appreciated the honesty. But the yes. idea is this stuff takes time. If you want to train for a marathon, there's a 20-week program. 20 weeks. If you want to get promoted at your job, you got to be there for years to get yeah. promoted or get rate It doesn't happen overnight, but yet we're willing to accept the realities of those situations but when it comes to our own health if it's not tomorrow we're not willing to do it it's just it's too hard we can't do it but if you were to give yourself just again small steps because people want instantaneous gratification all this it's like it's not going to work if you just give yourself the time and not stop and I think that's one of the biggest things is don't stop No matter what you know, no matter what you don't know, just keep moving forward and progress over time. You're going to see results. It it is inevitable to see results. And I think people need to realize that it takes time. Your body's amazing. but it's not instantaneous. It takes time.
0: It takes time. And I appreciate the don't stop. And I feel like my story has been there is an answer and maybe you don't have the tools, resources, knowledge people to help you right now, but there's an answer. And so I've worked with so many practitioners and have gotten like a different test and a different test result or a different answer or a different mindset from all these different people. And each piece of the puzzle was so helpful for me right like now i know oh there's mold toxicity in my body that's something i didn't know before that's something i have to figure out like different things and so don't stop but also there's always an answer keep searching for the answers i want to know you've worked with a ton of clients what are some habits that you've seen make the biggest impact in your clients lives whether it's fitness or wellness
1: i think uh, this one's a little bit more abstract okay but i think Getting them into the habit of saying yes mm. to like to themselves, saying yes to what they're trying to do versus this, I don't know. No, no, like we're saying yes. Like whenever I t- we're hmm. just gonna say yes, we're just gonna do it and say yes. And that yes factor helps manipulate those the change that we want to see. So that's one answer that I found I is love like that. I try to get them to do little small things to start saying yes to get them in that mindset of saying yes to what we have to do to make changes versus yeah. going in at guns blazing get rid of all your sodas. That's not going to work. They're yeah. not used to it. So I, I get them to do a lot of yeses. I think that's one habit that I see a and lot. And you're at least saying I try to get them.
0: like, I personally am working with you. I have an idea. You're like, let's just say yes. Or give me examples of saying yes.
1: Yeah. So can you go to the gym once a week? Can you go to the gym twice a week? Can you do this? I just, I ask questions. And so not necessarily that they're not, all things we're necessarily going to implement, but yep. I want them to think about it in a way that's why can't you? Why? Right. What is stopping you from doing it? So that's yes. a habit we try and build. So yeah. I ask a lot of questions. I think getting into the habit of saying yes to making changes yes. versus that timid kind of oh, I don't know if this is right. I don't know if what I could if this do is this. R- I don't know if I could do this. Right. or what if I'm wrong? Who cares? Yes, go. Yeah. Can you go to the gym today? Yes, but no but you said yes, go. Can yeah. you drink the, can you drink 8 ounces of water in the next 8 hours? Yeah then just do it. It's a matter of very little things to build up for the bigger results. So that's one thing I try and implement just to get their mind moving in that direction. Some other habits, sorry, there's other habits that they develop other habits that they have.
0: Yeah, no, I want to just know what are some things that you feel like maybe make the biggest impact? What are some things that you're like, let's do this because I've seen it be so effective for X amount of people. I
1: think maybe not number one, but pretty high up in the top is, your reason why list Making it visible and then reading it every day. So yeah. every single day, and maybe even two or I have to do it about two to three times a day. Otherwise, I, I can't I even I lose track of what I'm supposed to do because I just forget yeah. life. And I don't even I, my life isn't even that busy compared to people with like kids and sports yeah. and all. And I can only imagine what they go through. So what I have people do a habit to get into is write down your reason why. Even if it's only five reasons or whatever it might be, write down why you're trying to do this. And then if you have a white I have a whiteboard, you can't see if I have a whiteboard right there or I on your shower or on your sink in the bathroom or yeah. a note card in your pocket, whatever it is, write down your list of reasons why and then two to three times a day or even once a day, whatever, read it, yep. read it and actually don't just skim it, read it and absorb it and then do that consistently. That is going to constantly remind you to builds that habit to remember why you're doing this. Because guess what, no one is motivated at five in the morning, snowing, cold, Uh. gotta warm up your car. There's so many, your kid is sick and you don't wanna do this, and the dog has diarrhea, and you gotta, it's, (laughs) oh my God, how do I, my boss called me in, Life gets in the way. But if you're able to consistently reinforce mm. your reason why, you are more likely to stick with it long term. So that's one mm. habit that I highly recommend people do yeah. is to really focus on the reason why. The second habit is preparing the night before. I think preparing yeah. the night before, making a some people don't like to-do lists. I'm a big to-do list guy. Oh,
0: so big and to-do list.
1: And lists. again, I think it really depends on the purpose. I'm a very analytical, methodical person. So I love to-do lists because I love being able to cross things off. Yeah. And then, otherwise, I just forget too. If I don't write it down, I will literally forget what I have to do. So I have like sticky notes everywhere. I'm like, to okay, do this. I think at least a little bit before you go to bed, whatever it is, write down. If you're using your phone, we do it a few hours before bed, but write down a handful of things that you want to accomplish the next day or this yes. week, whatever it might be. And it could be, go to the gym, right. Or it could yeah. be preparing this, do this, whatever it is. I think writing out the most important things that you want to do the next day yep. is a super amazing habit really that yeah. you should get into. Cause that again, not saying you will do it all, but you're going to remember more. You're going to feel better when you start crossing things off your list yep. and it's higher percentage chance that you're going to succeed long-term if you keep yourself accountable like that.
0: No, I love that. And I like most likely have ADHD, like my daughter. And so (laughs) I survive on lists and calendars. It's like the only way that my brain can function. And I feel like if the night before, I have to look at my calendar to make sure I'm prepared for the next day. Because if I have like an 8 a.m., podcast interview or call or whatever, then I like have to know. And so I have to look at my calendar, but I also do that. Like I do a few priorities for the day. Like I need to get these three things done, like period. Like these are my things that I focus on. But additionally, when I do those two things the night before, I feel like I sleep better because yeah. anytime that I feel like I'm trying to grasp at all of the things in my brain, forget about it. It's like anxiety filled and I'm so anxious about having to hold on to these things in my brain. But if you can get them out on paper, I feel like my brain just lets go. I'm like, oh, they're there. And so I don't have to worry about them.
1: Oh my gosh! If I keep it all stored up, oh, I get so anxious. Yeah. I get annoyed. I get like nervous. Yes. But the second I can get it on paper, it feels like a weight has been lifted off. I feel like my mind is empty. I'm like, okay, I don't have to remember this. Exactly. I can use the space. Yeah, you only have so much time, space, energy. Yeah, exactly. I can- I'm not using my brain for this energy. I can then put it somewhere else. I love totally. it. I think that I'm the same exact way. I need my list. I'm like, I don't do it. <laughs> I don't sleep as well. I don't yeah. feel as good. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing today? And then you also forget what you're supposed to do. For it's like- sure.
0: I will miss things. That's how, unfortunately, how I figured this out. It's like I would miss things if I didn't look at it the night before. Okay, I wanna talk about habits that stick as our last topic. So I wanna know, let's say we're building a habit, we're in that midway point of it's maybe not fully a habit yet, but we're in the process. How do you feel like we get habits to actually stick And we don't get off in a rut. And I was thinking about this, especially when you were like, today my brain was saying this and I worked out anyway. I'm like, see, I need that. (laughs) Because I feel like I'm over here. I should have done yoga and then I didn't. I just, I, so I need to know how do we push through and how do we build habits that stick?
1: Yeah. And again, I think there's a lot of different answers to this. And mine might not be everyone's favorite, but I think, so there's two things. One is forgiveness for yourself. Mm -hmm. I think being able to forgive yourself when you screw up because although today I succeeded and it worked out, there are plenty of times where I did not. And I regret I felt bad. I was like, I'm going to get back onto it next time. So that's one thing is like, when you do not do the thing you're supposed to do, whatever, (laughs) don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, Accept it, be aware of it. And then how am I not going to make that mistake moving forward? What did I feel? What I think? I think that's one thing to to be cognizant of is that if you beat yourself up too much, you're going to fall into the same pattern over and over again. That's true. And then, so really how to keep a habit going. And this is a, such a bad answer. I feel bad. I don't have a better answer than this, but really it's time. It's patience. Mm, it's yeah. you know, the biggest model here is consistency, progression, and patience. That's uh-huh. how I run It's just be consistent over and over again. You will slowly progress and things just take time. I was not always this way and I didn't yeah. do anything special other than I've been working out now for 10 years, right? Even four years into it, I still wasn't as committed as I am today or whatever it might right. be. And so understanding that even when you have a habit that it's not going to be, it's not like this, it's not like your mind just changes and you're like, you love doing it all the time. Yeah. It's that like you're, it's almost like your body just craves it. And so even when, and when you skip it, your body's going to want to do it. But I think that time, I think time yeah. over and over again, just Give yourself the time. If it's only been six months, it's only been six months. How long have you been alive for? How long have you not been doing it versus how long have you been doing it? Right. And I think at some point that threshold will change to where you will crave it. So now when I miss a workout, my body is like, this doesn't feel, I I feel off. I don't feel great. Like for example, I'm developing a meditation habit right now and I've been doing it for almost a year, give or take on and off, obviously good days, bad days. And I still, I could stop now and after a year. And I can go six months without doing it. And I won't even it's I don't have that thing built in me yet because yeah. there's no actual number. On how long it takes to build a habit. Yeah. Everyone talks about 21 days. Yeah, There's no, there's really no evidence to back, in my opinion, no evidence to back that up. 66 right. days. I don't know where they got that exactly from. The studies show anywhere between three months and 12 months. So really, it just depends on the person, depends on the situation. It's just the bad, horrible answer I give your audience is time. It's, yeah. You have to keep going because if yeah. it's something that you care about, and it goes back to your reason why, come full yeah. circle. If it's something you care about, if it's something you want, go back to your reason why and keep pushing through. Because the only way that you're not Going to succeed is if you stop.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. And
1: again, if you're not, if you're not seeing results after two, three, four years, then I recommend you get you know, obviously you hire someone because yeah. then you gotta figure it out, right? But yeah. if you stop, that's the only guaranteed way that you won't succeed. So just, it's just patience mm-hmm. and accepting yourself for the failures and the successes that you have along the way.
0: Yeah, totally. And the encouraging part about the answer time is that over time it should get easier. (laughs) So that's encouraging. Okay. Let me ask you the last question that I ask everybody. When you're at the end of your life and you're looking back, what will a successful life look like to you?
1: Wow. What will a successful life look like to me? So I think it's twofold. It's two things wrapped into one. One, I think just freedom being able to – not in a rich kind of way, but like a – I want to be able to just not – I never want to worry about money. That's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things. I hate having to worry about money, and not yeah. that I do, but it's one of those things where I, when I'm 60 – I don't want to worry about it. Yeah. I think that's part of it. So that freedom to do what I want to do, travel when I want to travel. And at the same time though, like I want to coach hundreds of people, whether it's through speaking or one-on-one or small group or courses. And I want to see thousands of reviews of the information I put out there, the value that I provided that was like, Thank you so much. You helped me because if I can help them, then they're going to help someone else. And it creates this cascade, which just sounds cliche, it sounds, but that's th- those two things are wrapped into one. I want to add that value and I want to be very comfortable living this life that we all have here. So I think at the yeah. end of the life, I think that's what it would be.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Scott.
1: I appreciate the opportunity and the time. Absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks. Thank you so much, Scott, for being on the show today. It was such a pleasure. Listeners, if you want more from Scott, be sure to check out the Power of Progress podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find Scott's website and Instagram and YouTube all in the show notes. See you next week.